all sorts of different ways that people are trying to come up with to solve our housing crisis. In Calgary, they're trying something very different. And our Scott Shantz is here now to tell us more about that. Hi, Scott. Hi, how's it going? Good. Okay, this I find this intriguing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually proud of Calgary for this. Uh, I think during the pandemic, we all sort of looked at downtown cores and office buildings and all of this commercial space that was just sitting empty. And we thought to ourselves, we could be using that differently. We have this housing problem. You know, there's not enough places being built, not happening fast enough. And of course, the pandemic is over and a lot of people have gone back to work, but a lot of people haven't. There's like this hybrid model, lots of people working from home. And amidst all of the talk about doing that, Calgary has actually done it. The city offered developers $75 per square foot to turn that office space into housing. And people are doing it. 13 buildings have done it so far. Super cool project. I love this. Instead of talking, they just went ahead and did it. Now, obviously, there's some like logistics and things that went into it. It's all never as, as easy as it seems. But I spoke with Walsh Manis. He's a principal at Avison Young, their commercial real estate company that sort of helped broker this and just basically asked him to tell me how this process got started and, and how it all went. Calgary for the downtown office space, really office in general, uh, the market started to erode in 2015 uh, for a number of different factors. But where it landed us was pre-COVID, we were sitting at about 26, 27% vacancy across the city. So the city was trying to tackle uh, the tax dollars that they lost as those values plummeted as uh, vacancy increased. So the plan was brought about through COVID actually, to incentivize downtown owners to convert their office buildings into residential units. At the same time, Calgary ended up in a housing crunch. It's kind of worked out perfectly where uh, this program has you know, been going for two years now, uh, just in time uh, to provide a solution for our housing crisis. It seemed like an obvious solution, and I think for a lot of people who don't work in real estate or commercial real estate, it's just as simple as like, oh, well, why can't we do this? But it's a little bit more complicated to actually convert that space, like zoning and like bathrooms and all of that. Like, How did that all come to, to be? There's 10 buildings that are part of the city's incentive program, and there's been three or four other ones that were converted outside of that program, and the floor plates are different in every asset. Uh, probably as small as 7,000 feet to as large as 20,000 feet. Uh, some of the buildings are 30, 40 story towers. Some of them are six story towers. The conversion varies project to project. On some of the larger floor plates, what I've seen is they actually end up with internal storage on every floor, uh, which is probably helpful uh, to some of the uh, uh, occupants, but it was also a good use of space because you could not easily convert that space into a livable area or you'd end up with almost bowling alley looking suites. Uh, so the, the, but you're right, you, you touched on some of the main challenges. It's bathrooms, uh, it's plumbing stacks, and it's windows, um, I'd say, are, are kind of the top few. Was there a, a ton of interest from developers? Uh, yes. Uh, and I, I use developers, but really let's talk about building owners. Okay. Almost every one of these groups prior to the incentive program bought these buildings because they're office investors. 
So just because you start to lose office tenants doesn't necessarily mean that you want to own residential units or go through a development to convert your building. But what the incentive program did was it encouraged very entrepreneurial groups, uh, most of them private, to buy or to tie up these assets to apply for the conversion money. And I think it's maybe six out of the 10 or seven out of the 10 uh, fit in that group where they weren't existing office owners. They were entrepreneurial groups who bought these buildings to capitalize on the incentive program. It's really easy as a, a lay person or a citizen to just look and be like, this building's empty. Why can't we turn it into housing? Why can't we put people in there? And of course, the reality is it's much more complicated than that. And here, a city and a group of people have figured out how to do that. Do you think that this could work in other cities? Like, obviously, we have a housing crunch across the country, Vancouver, Toronto, lots of other cities. Um, and why why aren't other cities following suit? Do you think they will? Maybe just comment on that. I, I think this can work in any city uh, that has an office vacancy challenge or any location where you have an office owner that wants to see the building uh, be, be uh, reused for something else. Uh, what made Calgary unique was our values dropped substantially from 2014 when we had extremely strong office market to 2020 to 2023. We're talking a value loss of 60, 70%. So we were in a scenario where groups were willing to sell their assets at extremely low uh, price per square foot values because they, they just wanted to get out of the market and they wanted to focus elsewhere. No other market in Canada, uh, Edmonton aside, has seen values decrease like that. So you don't have that to spur the conversion. But every office market in North America has office vacancy that is rising. Uh, and this conversions uh, will absolutely be a part of that. Um, just to what degree, I think it's it's hard to predict. Will this or can this affect the cost of housing. That's a real challenge for a lot of people. Um, it's simple supply and demand, especially here in Vancouver. Now we have a bunch of places that are coming on, whether it's for rent or for or for owner ownership or for sale. Um, can a number enough units come on at a given time that this can change the market? I think across Canada and every market with a housing crisis, every unit is a benefit. Um, Conversions, they're not going to fix a housing crisis entirely, but they have to help. The real benefit is you can deliver units uh, probably 12 months faster through a conversion because your structure is already there. Delivery is faster. And what we need in all these markets is units delivered quickly. So this, this feels like a natural fit to me. Walsh Mattis, he's a principal at Avison Young. They're a commercial real estate broker. Uh, like he said, this is not going to fix the whole problem, but we need a multifaceted right. approach, and this is one of the areas we can do it. Interesting idea, Scott. Thank you. You got it.